0: Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions This one here, Liverpool versus Newcastle in the Premier League Yes, um, back at it again with December midweek football Where the festive period, the festive games come thick and fast Although thick and fast with a little bit of complications um, Obviously, if you haven't been aware, in the last week or so now there's been uh, numerous um cancellations there's been numerous um games being postponed due to the covid outbreak that seems to be um coming in thick and fast um this Omarion variant omery Omericon, however you want to pronounce it um seems to have infiltrated the premier league and it's affected players like affected teams especially leicester um it's affected Tottenham, who've had to reschedule game. Is It's affected uh, Burnley, I think, had a COVID breakout. Um, Man United have had a COVID breakout. Um, and then I think Norwich. I think there was a Norwich game as well, where there was a COVID breakout. So, with with all these cancellations happening, it's looking like we might be going into some sort of lockdown, some sort of behind-closed-doors football. Although nothing's been announced yet, um, we're still in the limbo situation of how the Premier League's going to handle it. Because even in in the upcoming weekend, um, they've cancelled three to four fixtures um, just because of COVID outbreak. So it's getting to that point where Cases are rising this December Things are to continually getting worse Um, What do you do? What do you do in that instance? They'll be up to the Premier League Because I know they don't want to cancel the Premier League At this period of the season Where you know everybody's going to be at home Watching your football And TV viewership will be higher Because not many people work in December And that's when you get your time off Etc, etc Um. And unfortunately, um this COVID outbreak also hit Liverpool, but there was still a game on tonight. So, um we knew Manchester City demolished Leeds 7-0 just two nights ago. Um so thank you Leeds for helping Manchester City's goal difference. Yeah, we really we, that was really great of you. So uh, <laughs> so now yeah Man City I think have won like nine league games in a row, something like that. Man City always hit a period in the season where they just win 15 games in a row. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So that's the that's their situation. Um fortunately, we were coming up against a, a Newcastle side who are not really full of confidence. Who got dispatched 4-0 to Leicester home, uh, away, sorry. Um so my eyes were like, "Ooh, let's get this goal difference up since uh, Man City got theirs up um but because of Who I'm gonna mention who got COVID in just a little bit, Uh, ideas and tactics had to be tweaked just a little bit. So, um, so yeah, let's get into the line off and everything else. What I saw tonight. So in goal you had um, Allison left back, Robertson, centre backs um Matip and Canati right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three um Henderson, Thiago. Also, chamberlain up front, Salamane jota So, relatively, it's still kind of a strong team. Who I didn't mention, Virgil van Dijk. Who else did I didn't mention? Fabinho. And um, even though he hasn't made an appearance in a long time, Curtis Jones, also not in the squad. These three Liverpool players have been told that they've got a positive coronavirus test. Yes, so Omricon is really... ...doing its thing right now... Um, ...it's infiltrated the Liverpool camp now... Um, ...to lose Van Dijk and Fabinho to Covid... um, ...that's going to be very, very frustrating... ...although you should not need Van Dijk or Fabinho... ...to dispatch of uh, Newcastle... ...to be fair... ...it's just one of those ones where you just gotta... ...adjust and overcome... ...so I still believe the whole team... The team was still good enough on paper to... If, not, if you can't demolish Newcastle with your strongest lineup, obviously you've got two of the three of your core that you've missed, that you would have preferred. But a slight tweak means it may not be as a resounding scoreline as you'd want it to be. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Let's get into the first half. So, first half starts now. And um, it's a bit of a jittery start from Liverpool in terms of just... Passing Um Just like Rhythm Rhythm Everything was just kind of Like a very staggered start From Liverpool And it's Very On Liverpool-like S to start in that way Um There was a time where Thiago lost the ball Um And then Newcastle Kind of cleared their lines And then Liverpool regained the ball back And then Um Thiago loses the ball again, tries to make a pass out wide, um, but Saint Maximin picks it up. He's dribbling, 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 cuts in, um, pass Canati. Um, he shoots. Allison makes the save. Um, so that was the first kind of alarm bell. Um, Thiago profuse, uh, feel like apologizing assertively, like sorry, 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 because these are like the passes that you should be. This is your bread and butter, unless. He was thinking to do disguise passes or something Not quite sure what his rhythm was there And Robertson a little bit in that first 10 minute period Where just the passing wasn't quite right either um, But then Liverpool tried to get some sort of rhythm going um, But uh, yeah it just wasn't really clicking When it came to the final third And then um, the big big key moment happens About 8 minutes in um Newcastle on the break again Liverpool having to kind of uh, Head the ball out Try and clear the lines Then another ball is whipped in Thiago Controls the ball But tries to clear it But He passes it with his instep As opposed to just Putting your foot through it Getting it out of there Then this ball lays up Shelby Who has all the time in the world Henderson tries to close him down From like 25 yards Shelby just shoots Picks one out, hits the post, goes in one 0 Newcastle, and I'm just thinking, what's going on? What's going on? This is Anfield, this is under the lights. Um, what's going on? Like, I'm sure Eddie Howe saw that goal and just like, all right, we're winning. Oh, all right, let's go. Let's uh, uh, let's 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 let's, let's slow block, and then that's immediately what they did after the. Uh, after they were ahead at 1-0 they just immediately went into low block and for once Liverpool didn't do the panic thing where you spam long balls and it shows that there's growth in Jurgen Klopp's coaching there's growth and maturity in the Liverpool players Um, when teams usually do low block at Anfield and we can't usually figure out how to break them down we'd always try some long diagonal ball obviously with the absence of Van Dijk he's not there to do the typical Diagonal passes to Salah to get the start of attack going So it means that you have to find pockets of space And create little triangles To pull Newcastle players out of position And find openings And then the openings started um, to happen um, There was a moment where I think ball was whipped in I think uh, Jotter had the chance but I think yeah it was blocked Yeah it was blocked um, And then finally 20 minutes in Um, Yeah there was a moment Where Liverpool have a corner um, Ball is whipped in uh, And then two Newcastle players Collide into each other Yes not hand injury Just collide into each other One of them falls awkwardly onto the ground Um, They still lay on the ground Liverpool regain possession Still in the final third All Newcastle players put their hands up Protesting Ref stop the game There's a play on the floor but Mike Dean was like, Liverpool have picked up the ball in the final third. I have to continue play. And then Newcastle were just still protesting. I don't think their minds were in the game at the time. Ball was pinged out wide. Um, Trent whips the ball in. Jotter gets ahead to it. makes forces the keeper to save it. Then Jota slots in the rebound. Um, and then it goes in. 1-1. one Liverpool equalize Um Fantastic reaction, and then all the Newcastle players bombarded Mike Dean. Man, you stop the game, and Mike Dean said, "Why did I? Why should I stop the game?" Liverpool picked the, Liverpool picked up the ball in the final third after the clearance. Two Newcastle players collided into each other. It wasn't a head injury. One of them fell onto their shoulder. By law, you have to play on. Because if you stop the game, you've killed, You've literally killed any sort of advantage that was coming into Liverpool's favour. So it might be an absolute correct decision to let that go. Um, and then, yeah, it was 1-1 in that instance. And then Newcastle from there started panicking on the ball a little bit. Liverpool then started to press Newcastle a little bit more, find a little bit of energy. Just pinching the ball off Newcastle midfielders whenever they can. Um, and then twenty minute moment, in the twentieth minute, John Shelby, who was the hero for Newcastle, ends up being the villain for Newcastle. He he sees the press approaching him. He turns his back. He tries to pass the ball to the keeper. He doesn't see what Mane, doesn't see Mane anticipating his movement, and Mane gambles on the chance that he might make that pass back. Then he does make that pass back. Mane picks up the ball. Um, one of their CBs tackles Mane. If Mane falls down, there's a penalty and a red card. But Mane tries to keep it, stay on his feet, stays on his feet, still shoots off balance. Keeper saves it, but the ball falls into the path of Mohamed Salah. The ball falls into the path of Mohamed Salah. Easy rebound for him to tap in. Two-one Liverpool. Um, another goal for Mohamed Salah. That's 22 goals in all competitions now. Um, 15 uh, consecutive league games in a row Where he's either scored a goal or assist This is an equal record with uh, Jamie Vardy Back in the 2015-2016 season So once again Salah just being inevitable Knowing where the right place is But Mane, all credit goes to him For the way we equalised um, If he didn't anticipate that That moment where we uh, make Newcastle pay heavily Doesn't happen so and then after that 20-minute period, Liverpool began to play like themselves again. Carnati, um, you had that shaky 10-15-minute period, then started learning, OK, I can contain Joel Linton, I can contain um, St. Maximin. just use my body, shield them off. Joel Matip picking up the ball in the right areas where... He's very sm- Joe Matip's IQ is incredible. Canati doing all the physical stuff with the defenders, and then Joe Matip's the one where I just stand in the right areas to collect the ball and then keep the midfield, keep the flow of the game ticking for Liverpool. And then it was working. We found we were finding our tempo again, um, overwhelming Newcastle. Um, and then one of their left back, Jamal Lewis, I think, got picked up a hamstring injury, whatever. And then they made a sub, and then Ritchie came on, and then it was Salah against Ritchie. And then Salah against uh Ryan Fraser on that right hand side. And Salah just doing their best, making lot off the ball runs and making a nightmare making a nightmare for uh uh Fraser and Richie. Um there was times of just yeah. And then whenever diagonal ball was played, um ball cut out and yeah, just Salah's off the ball runs being key. Um Henderson putting Thiago in check, making sure that his passing is a more tidy after the, the disastrous passing I was seeing from Thiago at the start, um, he was playing more short and Henderson um, filling in, keeping things ticking. I was, I was very happy with that. Um, and, yeah, Chamberlain as well. Anytime he picked up the ball, um, he was just driving with it and then trying to keeping the fluidity, running, picking up the balls in the right areas. And uh, Albeit he had shots where it wasn't hitting the target, but it was the right idea or the right thing to do at the time. And then, yeah, it was just about Liverpool sustaining that pressure on Newcastle. And unfortunately, we couldn't get a third goal at the time. But in my head, I wanted more. We needed more. Um, But yeah, that was the first half. um, 2-1 Liverpool. But you'd say that um, with a couple more goals, you could kind of get something at the game. And yeah, second half starts now. And we started. And then what I was hoping was we would get rid of that complacency in our game. But it seems to have returned... um, In, like, the first 15 minutes or whatever, I just, like, again, we were just being a bit passive on the ball. We we weren't pressing in the right moments, which meant that Newcastle were finding passing lanes that was working for them. And it was kind of creating openings. And it was very strange how we were just not timing or pressing correctly, just, like, I don't don't know. I don't know what was happening. I don't don't, know. I don't know what the cause of it was because it wasn't like Newcastle made a tactical switch offensively. If anything, defensively, they made themselves more organised off the ball um, because whenever Liverpool had the possession at the time, they couldn't really break Newcastle down that well in the second half as much as they did in the back end of the first half. Um, and yeah, Newcastle started finding openings and then there was one key moment and a ball was whipped in. It was about to fall into Ryan Fraser's path. Trent arnold um, has to time this tackle to perfection because if he doesn't time this tackle to perfection, um, it's probably a penalty and a red card. Similar to what you saw the Arsenal West Ham game, the Lacazette foul, even though Koufal won the ball or whatever. Um, but yeah, he timed it won the ball perfectly, and then um, yeah, after that, um, Saint Maximin was pretty much ran into the ground, and he had an injury or whatever. He came off, Kyle Wilson came on, and then we made a couple subs. Um, Mohamed Salah came off Surprisingly Bobby Firmino come on uh, Keita came off Oxlade came on It was that point In a period in time Where Liverpool just couldn't Break Newcastle down As fluently And it was like We were doing things To try and force the issue Rather than Organically create chances Mane's ISO ball In the second half regressed so much Like the little 1v1 situations Just weren't coming off Um, And then and then after the second and then after that uh liverpool was still having uh most of the ball konate doing well uh, gaining more experience um dealing with joe linton off the ball runs just tidying up it was it was lovely to see and then um 80, 85th minute liverpool get a free kick um no uh, is it a set yeah is it a, a free kick or whatever it was and then um yeah, Firmino lays it off, we tried something, I can't remember what it was it didn't come off, then Firmino lays the ball off Trent arnold takes a touch, about 25 yards Laces it, Steven Gerrard-esque, ball just whizzes into the top corner um, Fantastic brace from uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold We know he's been trying that over the years at the Kop end and it's never really came off Oh, he's always sliced it. This one, you hit it clean, and the ball was like moving at least eighty miles an hour. Like when you watch it live, it's such a blur. The ball just flying into the top corner, like honestly, just uh, one big blur. And then um, yeah, after that, it was the mo- it was pretty much assuring. And then James Milner came on, and then uh, Thiago came off, and then we pretty much just passed Newcastle to death with sufficient game management. And yeah, Liverpool win the game three one. So um. We closed the gap back to one point again. Chelsea versus Everton ended 1-1. Chelsea dropped points. They're now four points of the top. So are we seeing a two-horse title race here? Um, Chelsea not being the team that they once was. And we knew that was going to happen with Chelsea. Their defenders are their top goal scorers. That's not normal. Your defenders should not be the ones trying to bail you out. Eventually, Tuchel Ball. will these mid-table, lower-side teams will catch you out. And that's what's been happening. And they got fortunate that Leeds didn't catch them out. They had two penalties at Stamford Bridge that helped them. But if you can't win your games the games that you're meant to win as a formality to be title contenders, you can't be title contenders. Um, whereas Man City win their games, Liverpool win their games. And coming into 2022, um, it's probably going to be a two-horse title race. Um, obviously, you've got the AFCON situation. Um... We still don't know whether that's even going to happen. We know Sky Sports have declared broadcasting rights for AFCON. So um I, and I think there's gonna be a, a meeting with the Confederation of with Africa and Cameroon. Ethel's meant to be meeting up with some board of directors or whatever to understand the situation of what's going on. Um But yeah. Uh Hopefully I would like first things first I'd like to say um, great win. Um, man of the match, Trenton, is on Arnold. Um, Honourable mention, Canati. Much, much improved um, second-off performance from him. Uh, Matip played very well. Henderson, leadership was key as to wake these boys up after that um, shocking um, going 1-0 down. Um, Miami Salah just being inevitable, Salah being Salah. Um, Mane didn't have the best game, but... Uh, it was the reason why Salah scored and Trotter didn't really have the best game but he got, a, he, he got a goal. So, that's all you can ask your front three to do. Was that game more result over performance? It, or performance over result? I'd say it's a mixture of both. I think if it was a formality, Liverpool would have won 4-5-0 but Newcastle did do some right things that had Liverpool thinking, ooh, okay, how do we just hear? So, Fair play to Newcastle And Eddie Howe's a good coach And come January transfer window He might get his own players in And then maybe Newcastle Can get out of the relegation zone But yeah um, this, The quality was just too much For them in the end And that's why Liverpool win the game But yeah My man in the match Jonathan Azana Arnold For the game winning tackle On Ryan Fraser And obviously Getting the goal of the game Uh, Apologies for that That's my laptop Um, Yeah Still recording though Don't worry Um Yep and then um yeah obviously get well soon to Virgil van Dijk get well soon to Fabinho get well soon to Curtis Jones if they now they we know that they all have a positive test they cannot play in the Tottenham game on Sunday um or the Carabao Cup against Leicester or uh, the Boxing Day fixture I think yeah so um but I don't even think I think this probably was the last time you're going to see a round of Premier League uh, fixtures. Um, if all these cancellations are happening this weekend. I just think that they, they... They'll either move the winter break forward. And then put these games that were cancelled. In that week instead. That's one way you compromise it. Or you have to push the dates further. Um, obviously the season in 2022. there's not There's not a really... The World Cup is... Not in the summer, it's in the winter. So, there's no reason why you couldn't extend um, the league fixtures to like midweek somewhere in like February or March. Yeah, because you'll be going back to one a week football and I'm sure you can slot in your midweek fixtures around there. So, um, yeah, that's up for the Premier League. But the way things are going right now, I can see behind closed door football happening. And I'd rather know football than behind-closed-door football because that means Anfield won't be a frightening place and our home record without fans is bad. Our home record with fans, we haven't lost in four years in the Premier League. Soon to be five with four fans, with all fans. So that's what we're dealing with. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have to say, really. Um, For anyone dealing with covid stay safe obviously sanitize keep yourself safe keep your family safe um yeah just do what you can to stay safe really um this this virus seems to be spreading much faster than usual you are seeing cases blow up exponentially uh yeah it's, it's all a bit crazy right now but yeah thank you for listening to lfc reactions hope you guys enjoyed this episode um I'm not even sure if there's going to be a Sunday episode because of the way the Premier League's going right now. But if there is a cancellation, I will do a special episode on that. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to FC Reactions and yeah, hopefully I get to do another episode on Sunday. If not, I'll do another episode of some sort. So yeah, thank you guys for listening, like, share, subscribe, all that. Thank you.